Praise God. We're thankful this evening for the blood that was shed upon Calvary. We're thankful for everyone that's tuning in with us through Facebook. And uh, we're thankful for the ones that's been listening to our podcast. Amen. Glory be to God. I thought today, as I uh, thought about tonight's message, and uh, I thought a lot of people, they're running to and fro, and I, I thought as the song says, what Rosa sung tonight, there's still a lot of people don't know who Jesus is. And uh, I thought, you know, uh, I, I thought the, the gospel is something that's very important. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful that I know the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm thankful that I know who my Savior is. I'm thankful that I know who my creator is. Amen. And, and it, it, it just baffles my mind at, at the people that, that goes to and fro and they don't want to know their creator. Amen. For some reason, they've run away from our creator. I've always wanted to get closer to him. Why? Because he created me. He made me. He formed me in his own image. And, and I want to be closer to him. I don't want to get away from him because he is, he is my creator. Amen. Well, I'm not going to preach on the creator. Amen. But I thought, you know, I, I, I want to uh, get closer to him and not to push away from him. Amen. I'm going to start out with one, one verse tonight and then we're going to go to first John chapter four. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, but the first verse that I want to bring out tonight is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Hey, man, glory be to God. I, I really don't know how long I'm going to preach tonight. Hey, man, because I can't tell you. Hey, man, but we're going to be here for a little while tonight. I know that. Hey, man, now go with me to 1 John chapter 4. Hey, man, I want you to listen. The very first thing that John says here, hey, man, he said, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. Brother, they are of God because many false prophets uh, are gone out uh, into the world. Uh, amen. Uh, hereby I know you the Spirit of God, uh, every spirit that confesses uh, that Jesus Christ uh, is come in the flesh uh, is of God. Amen. There's, there's some people out there that say, well, Jesus was never uh, God in the flesh. Amen. But he is. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. 
and this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard uh, that it should come, uh, and even now already is in is it in the world. Uh, Amen. Ever since the time of Christ, uh, the Antichrist has always been here. Uh, Amen. Maybe even before the time of Christ. Uh, Amen. But it's more so, uh, and I like to say it like this. uh, Amen. Sister Cindy, uh, it's more so uh, the spirit of Antichrist uh, has gripped a hold of America like it's never gripped a hold of a nation like it's never have. Amen. Glory be to God. But oh, can I tell you, amen, that God is still on the throne and that Jesus is still the Savior. Amen. And he's coming back after a church that's made herself ready. Amen. Glory be to God. In verse 4, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in the world, that he that is in the world. Amen. I want to read that one more time. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Glory be to God. Just for a little while tonight, I'd like to speak about the love of God. The love of God. Amen. They are of the world. Wherefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. Oh my, I tell you what. Uh, I tell you, you get somebody that gets off in a fur-off religion, I mean, they're going to follow them like you don't know what. It it amazes me. I I, I thought back... uh, Back in the 80s, maybe even before the 80s, this New Age movement started. And, and uh, I, I thought, you know, uh, they, they say, oh, yeah, we teach Christ. But, uh, but Christ, you, 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 are, you are your own Christ, is what they say. Hey, man. And I, I, I thought, you know, it's a false doctrine. But I thought about the people that followed after this New Age movement. And it linked into this main mainline uh, uh, churches, uh, hey man, mainly into the charismatic churches. And I thought, you know, uh, I thought, my, can I tell you, uh, hey man, uh, that there's not but one Jesus Christ, uh, and He is the Son of God, and He stands uh, on the right hand of the throne of God, uh, making intercession uh, for you and me. This is the love of God. Amen. Glory be to God. We, listen to this, we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God, and everyone that know, that that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Hey man, what kind of love are we talking about here? Hey man, we're talking about that agape love is what we're speaking about. I ain't talking about this mushy kind of love. Hey man, but I'm talking about the love of God. 
Amen. Glory be to God in this love. We'll care about one another. We'll, we'll care about each other. You'll care about that man that's homeless. You'll care about that woman that needs a place to stay. Hey man, come on now. Hey man, glory be to God. We've gotten to the thank in the places that we think that, oh, it's just us four and no more. It's not like that. If you get into the place where you think it's us four and no more, well, you reached your limit and you've lost your love for God and you lost your love for the sinner and you lost the love of mankind. Amen. Wow. He that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. In this was manifested the love of God towards us. Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. That we live through who? Through Jesus Christ. And herein is love. Not that we, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and His love is perfect in us. They tell me, or the teaching out there, it tells you that a Christian cannot live a perfect life. That's a lie from the pits of hell. You can Live a perfect life in the eyes of God. In the eyes of God, you can live perfect. You'll never live perfect in the eyes of man. It'll never happen. Man will always stand back and judge you. But let me tell you, you can get in that place with God and you can live perfect. Why? Why do we live perfect? Because His love will be in us. And His love that's in us will make us perfect. Does that sound good? Hereby know we that we dwell in Him and He in us. Because He hath given us of His Spirit. Notice right there. That spirit, he says, he hath given us his spirit. I want you to notice, hey man, that that spirit, if you noticed in your Bible, hey man, and you got the King James, I hope you do, hey man, it's got a capital S on it. What does that capital S mean? Well, it means the Holy Spirit. Hey man. Wow. And we have seen and do testify. That the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. See, God sent His Son. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in Him and He in God. Wow. That's just simple, ain't it? Herein is our love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as He is, so are we in this world. 
There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Amen. When you have the love of God in your heart, we love Him because He first loved us. If a man say, I love God, listen to this. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can we love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. We must have love for the sinner man. Have love for our brother. Wow. I've seen people out there. I've seen people in churches. I thought, you know, uh, they'd sit across from one another and give each other evil eyes. That ain't love. Come on now. If you hate your brother, if you hate your sister, let me tell you, then you are in bad shape. If you're going to church and if you're trying to love God and hate somebody else, well, let me tell you, the love of God's not inside you. Wow. So what is the love of God when he comes inside of us? Go with me to second, the second epistle of John. I want to look at verse 6. And this is love. And this is speaking to us Christians. And this is love that we walk after his commandments. This is the commandment that as ye have heard from the beginning, that ye should walk in it. Now the love of God don't leave nothing out. Amen? Glory be to God. When we have the love of God inside of us, we will love the Ten Commandments. Amen? Because when you, when you abide by the Ten Commandments, then you are abiding in the love of God. Man. I thought, I thought, you know, uh, these three preachers, well, they was traveling, and uh, they happened to be um, getting on the same train. And, well... One of them was a Presbyterian and another one was a Methodist. Oh, I'm sorry, he was Baptist. Well, the other one was a Baptist and the other one was a Pentecostal. And uh, I, I thought, you know, uh, 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 they, they, they was three uh, sitting there on the train and just to come find out that they was all from the same city. And so they got to talking, and and uh, well, one of them said, 
Well, hey, uh, uh, I uh, uh, the Bible tells us to confess our faults one to another and pray for one another. They said, yeah. Well, well, why don't we just confess our faults one to another? I thought um, the uh, Presbyterian said, well, he said, my fault is I like to nip too much. He said, I like to go out and get drunk once a month. I don't tell my congregation. I just go out and get drunk and then I come home. And so the Baptist, he said, well, he said, my fault is that I like to go out and just find a woman of the night once a month. And, uh, and uh, I thought about the Pentecostal. He said, well, he said, well, my fault is gossip. And I just can't wait until we get back home. <laughs> you know, uh, I thought, you know, uh, it's not to be that way. It's not to be that way. We are to love one another. We are to pray for one another. If we hear something, if we hear about a sister or a brother that's fell along the way, let's not say that they're wrong, but let's go and help them up and say, hey, let's go to heaven together. Get up and keep on walking. Amen. I'm I'm afraid I'm afraid and this might be one of the reasons why the churches in America are empty is because they got to gossiping and backbiting one another. Amen. And the people looks at them inside. The sinner looks at them and they say, "Well, look what they're doing. I'm just I'm just as good as they are. And if they're going to heaven, I can go to heaven just like them, living the way that I'm living." Let me tell you, it don't work that way. Amen. Glory be to God. The love of God will allow us that we will abide in His commandments. The love of God is very essential to a Christian. Very essential. Amen. Glory be to God. You ever try to make a cake or something like that? You gotta have all the ingredients in it. Amen. You gotta have it in there. Amen. There's one thing that you see Whenever you go start baking and you get in putting things in the oven, there's one essential ingredient that you've got to have. It's called water. You've got to have it. I tell you what, I I was talking to I was talking to Brother Audie here today and he said, Boy, he said, I've I've ate a lot of sawmill gravy in my lifetime. Well, what's sawmill gravy? Ain't man. Well, it's water gravy. Ain't man. In other words, it's not made with milk. It's made with water. Hey, man, I don't like it like that. I, uh, mm -hmm. I never did like gravy like that. Maybe I have to, uh, may have to eat it one day. But I thought, you know, I thought, my, 
I thought, you know, I thought, my, but it takes the love of God. Speaking about water, did you know that a human cannot live without water? That water is a living source. And that's the same way with the Christian. You cannot be a Christian and live without the love of God. You have to have the love of God in you. Wow. Uh, I thought, you know, I, I said this some time back. Uh, I, I feel like I need to say it again. But I thought, you know, there was two sisters in that church. I thought, you know, they got things, something happened between them two. And, and they held alts against one another. And, but they kept on going to church together. But I, I thought, you know, these, these two sisters, they, uh, sisters in the Lord. I thought, you know, they, they, uh, they, it seemed like it got to the point where it nearly split the church. But I, I thought one of the sisters got up one, one night or one morning and there was a broom in the corner of that church. And she got up and she said, open the doors. I'm going to sweep the devil out of here. Heat men and they, they all kind of got on pins and needles because they thought she was going to go over there and use the broom on that other woman. Anyhow, they went and opened up the double doors and she went and got the broom. And I thought that other woman looked up at her and said, well, sister, can I help you? Can I help you? She said, sister, you sure enough can. Hey, man. So them two women grabbed a hold of that broom. And by the time they got at the end of the double doors, the Spirit of God fell in that church. Hey, man, why? Because there was forgiveness there. And there was love to be found. Amen. Amen. I thought, can I tell you, now you can dislike a person's ways. Don't hate them, but you can dislike their ways. And I tell you what, there's a lot of people that has ways that I just don't want to be around. You know, don't, don't mean I don't love them. But there's some ways that, uh, there are ways I just don't want no part of. And so I separate myself from those things. You see, uh, if, if there's one thing that we have to hate, it is the world, the world of sin. That's what we got to hate is the world of sin. We don't, we don't, we don't hate the people, but we hate the sin thereof. You know, it, it amazes me. It amazes me how that a uh, person uh, a homosexual will stand up and look at the uh, church world and they say, well, they don't like our alternative lifestyle. Well, and they don't like me as a person. Well, let me, let me put it this way. No, 
We do not hate the person. The sin is what we hate. Well, I was born this way. No, you wasn't born that way. No. Let me tell you, if you was born with the male part, you're a man. Come on now. Simple as that. Well, I, I, I feel like there's a woman inside of me. I'm going to go get myself a sex change. That's a demonic spirit. That is a demonic spirit. It ain't more what you feel like inside. Let me tell you, if you get saved and you get born again, then you get rid of that demon and you'll find out who you are in Christ Jesus. Amen. I thought, you know, I thought, my, the love of God. Amen. I thought, uh, I'm a friend. I got a friend on Facebook. And I can't say his name right now. Forget it. Uh, and and I, I thought, you know, he, he at one time was what they call a drag queen. And... Um, I thought, you know, he's, he's trying to get a book together to speak about his testimony. And I thought, you know, uh, I thought, my, he speaks about how God saved him and brung him out of that lifestyle. Amen. Glory be to God. Let me tell you that God is a deliverer. And when you begin to bask into the love of God, amen, we've read that scripture, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Wow. And when we confess Jesus Christ is Lord, I thought, I thought when I was about, oh, how old are you, Pat? 28? Hey, man, I thought about 27 years ago, uh, we was attending this revival at Calcord. And I, I thought there was a young man there. I say young man, he was 16 years old. Not much younger than we was. And his name was Trampas. And I thought, you know, I, I thought uh, the, the evangelist that preached a revival that night, that night he preached on the sounds of hell. The best message I believe I ever heard that was preached on hell. And I thought, you know, uh, as we was uh, praying and everything, and and there was an altar call given, and and I, I thought you know uh, the uh, grandmother was back there talking to her grandson and trying to get him to come to know the Lord. You see, uh, Trampas was demonic, and he had twenty one demons in him. But yet, Trampas wanted to be set free. So, uh, I, I thought, uh, I got up, I got up and went to the restroom. And as, as I was standing there washing my hands, 
the Spirit of God come across me and gave me a vision. And I didn't even, I didn't know this young boy a bit more than the man in the moon. And I thought as I was washing my hands, uh, the vision come to me. And he said, Sam, he said, I want you to lay your hands on him and cast the demons out. I said, Lord, I've never done that before in my life. And and uh, I said, I, I, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. And, 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 and so uh, I, when I said that, then that same vision come to me again. Hey, man, and, and I said the same words. And I said, well, Lord. Hey, man, I've never done anything like that before. Hey, man, glory be to God, I thought, hey, man, and as I was standing there, hey, man, all of a sudden an audible voice come to me, and he said, are you or are you not? Boy, that really got a hold of me. I said, all right, Lord. Man, I went out and I went to the pastor. Told the pastor what God had showed me and what to do. Man, he said, you go get that anointing oil. It's in the altar. It's in the pulpit there. Man, I took that anointing oil. I didn't put a dab on my hand, but I just filled it up in my hand. Man, glory be to God. There was already people around him. Glory be to God. I slapped my hand on his forehead and I guarantee you within a split second Satan said you see you don't even know what you're praying about I said yes I do I pray this inside I was pleading the blood of Jesus Christ I had my eyes closed and as soon as I opened my eyes up this old boy's fist went like that hey man another preacher grabbed a hold of him hey man glory be to God it took about six men to hold this skinny boy down this young boy wanted to be delivered he wanted to be set free I thought you know I thought my I thought you know the women and the children left except for a couple of old ladies Hey, man, somebody took Rosa home, took Rosa and Patrick home. Who took you home? I can't remember. Maybe Rhonda did. Hey, man, say what? Hey, man, glory be to God. But we stayed up till about 4 o'clock that morning. Oh, I thought, my, glory be to God, I'd never heard a demon speak until that night. Hey, man, I thought, you know, you talking about pleading the blood of Jesus Christ. You talking about calling upon God. Hey, man, glory be to God. Oh, Brother Virgil, as we as a praying, finally somebody went and opened the church house door. Hey, man, we begin to command the demons to leave in the name of Jesus. And as soon as those church house doors flung open, Hey man, every time we'd say, we'd say, Trampus, confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And he'd try to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And when he'd say that, the demon would take control of his tongue and would not let him loose. I thought, finally, hey man, is that door opened? All of a sudden, Trampus, he said, Jesus 
is Lord of my life. And when Trampus spoke that, man, all those demons, I'm not talking about one, but I'm talking about 21 demons left Trampus. And he got set free. When's the last time that you said, Jesus Christ, you're the Lord of my life? Wow. I thought, I'm talking about the love of God. That love of God will set you free. Well, Trampus was younger than us. And just a few years ago, he had complications and he passed away. But can I tell you, I know for sure that he was in church and I know for sure that he was still serving God. Hey, man, I thought you know that following Sunday morning. Hey, man, I can't remember what night that was, but I know that following Sunday morning, hey, man, glory be to God, he was up at the front row of the church, he was praying and worshiping God, and all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost came down and filled him, Jesus baptized him in the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you, hey, man, it's something about living for God. God, the love of God. Wow. Well, I'm thankful this seeming for the blood of the Lamb. I thought, you know, He is the great I Am. Yesterday, yesterday, I, uh, somebody got talking to me. And, um, and I thought, I said, I was raised Catholic. And I said, are you saved? No, I don't think I am. I said, do you want to be saved? Yes, I want to be saved. I said, all right. I gave him some scriptures and I went to Romans chapter 10 and I sent them this question, these scriptures. It says, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart that is the word of faith which we preach that if thou shalt confess it with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's the love of God. The love of God. All right. All right. Every head bowed and every eye closed. We're going to go to prayer.